Wood. Heroin be included? Yes. Fentanyl be included? Yes. Cocaine? Yes. Morphine? Everything listed. Ecstasy? Everything listed in the bill will be included. So that also includes LSD, PCP, oxycodone. We are really going down a terrible path. That was debate from yesterday around a bill that would uh, lower the criminal uh, charge for certain amounts of uh, drug possession in the state of Illinois. Uh, it was uh, Republican State Representative Tony McCombie uh, asking State Representative Carol Ammons about the bill, and Carol Ammons later responded in general about what the bill does. And give them true opportunity to treatment as opposed to saddling them with felony convictions that unfortunately we have to unravel later. Joining us to talk about the bill, uh, a group that supported the measure, ACLU of Illinois' Ben Riddell joins us. Ben, thanks for taking time with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, let's get right into it. Oh, good morning, Greg. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, this bill, uh, you know, I guess just laid out there for people uh, to understand what this would mean if it ultimately it passes the Senate and the governor enacts it. Well, in short, Greg, uh, currently in Illinois, possessing any amount of a controlled substance, uh, no matter what the substance is or the amount, uh, is a felony, always. Uh, That's not the case in every state. There are at least 20 other states that have misdemeanor penalties for uh, drug possession. Now, why is that important? So uh, a felony is a crime for which people can go to prison, and many of them do thousands a year for uh, small-scale drug possession. Uh, And many, many more get felony records, uh, even if they don't go to prison, which, uh, as you may know, stays with you for a lifetime and impacts you negatively each and every time uh, that the person applies for a job, for housing, uh, for uh, at school, all the things that we would uh, want people to have and that, that help people have stability and, you know, succeed in long-term recovery, we're denying them when we give them a felony record. Uh, this bill wouldn't uh, make the uh, possession of drugs consequence-free. It would still be a Class A misdemeanor, which can still uh, carry a jail sentence, even though, you know, the evidence is really in that incarceration is not the way to uh, treat uh, to treat substance use disorder. We're talking with American Civil Liberties Union of Illinois attorney uh, Ben Riddell on the WMAY morning news feed and a House bill passing yesterday uh, heading over to the Senate that would lower the criminal liability for certain uh, levels of possession of drugs. And this, as the debate seemed to highlight, this would be all uh, substances, all controlled substances from PCP to cocaine to meth and heroin and, and magic mushrooms or whatever else there may be out there. Um, yeah, that's right, and that's an, that's an important uh, you know principle of the bill is you know the current system isn't working well for some substances and not so well for others. It's failing uh, all around, and you know the, in fact the the worst harms associated with drug use, um, the, you know, just look to the current overdose crisis are, you know, involve some of those drugs, involve fentanyl and heroin and methamphetamine. And uh, the current system of felonization of possessing these substances is utterly failing in staving off that crisis. And so uh, when, you know, you find yourself in a hole, you need to stop digging and, uh, and then, you know, find a better way. And we think 
that this bill uh, provides that because the, the penalty increase, or excuse me, the penalty reduction is not the only part of the bill. The bill also creates a pathway for diversion to community-based treatment for those who need it, which is really the best approach. Yeah, talk a bit, if you could, about the, the community or the criminal justice aspect of this. Uh, you know, we see a lot of times, uh, sometimes uh, police use force to, to go after nonviolent crimes. Uh, you know, we saw it with Eric Gardner selling loose cigarettes on the streets in New York. We saw it with uh, George Floyd passing a counterfeit 20 uh, nonviolent act, uh, and, and we see what happened there. Uh, how would this play into uh, that uh, that idea of, of criminal justice and trying to, you know, uh, pull back uh, some of the force that may be used uh, to, to enforce the law? Well, I think um, think that's a good question and a good point. And so, I mean, this bill really deals mostly uh, with people who have already been arrested and charged. But we we do think, I do think there's a, you know, there can be a spillover effect if you reduce the charge from a felony to a misdemeanor. uh, That can can result in police agencies uh, prioritizing uh, other types of crime, like violent crime, uh, and, you know, minimizing the types of contact they're having with members of the public for things like drug possession that are nonviolent and that, you know, sometimes these encounters uh, between law enforcement and members of the public, as you, you know, pointed out, can escalate into tragedies um, where force is used excessively or unnecessarily and people die because of it. And we know who's, you know, bearing the brunt of that, it's black and brown people. Ben Riddell, ACLU of Illinois here, uh, and the bill passed the House with just 61 votes, barely enough to to, to clear uh, the, the majority there. Uh, so there's some Democrats that aren't on board. Uh, what's the likelihood that this is going to pass the Senate? Well, we'll see. But, um, you know, 60 votes is 60 votes. That's what you need to pass the House, and that's, you know, we got one more than that. And we're hoping to get at least 30 votes in the Senate and get the governor's signature. And if that happens, this will be the law. So um, we're, we're, you know, already starting to explore, uh, you know, our to have conversations with people in, in the Senate and to, uh, to see what their concerns might be, what their questions might be, and, and try to answer those. And, uh, uh, you know, time will tell. But uh, I feel good about it. We've been working on this bill for a number of years now. This is an a new idea. Like I said, it's not a radical idea. Other states have, uh, this. many states have uh, reclassified their penalties recently, and many states have had misdemeanor penalties for years or decades. Uh, this is not, uh, you know, breaking new ground here. I've heard some people characterize this as a, a decriminalization bill, and, you know, um, you know, depending on your perspective, fortunately or unfortunately, that's not what it is. It's a uh, reclassification of penalties. Well, and, and one criticism uh, I want to get your reaction to is that was brought up by uh, House Minority Leader Jim Durkin. Here's what he had to say yesterday on the uh, House floor in response to this bill. When someone is out there polluting neighborhoods and we don't have the ability to charge them with what they should be charged under that situation... Those are the ones who are going to get the benefit of this bill. So he's essentially saying that drug dealers would benefit from this bill. Um, what's your response there? Well, I think, you know, the, the, the focus of this bill is user quantities of drugs, smaller quantities of drugs. Um, 
what we know about people who, uh, like in the example that uh, Leader Durkin talked about on the floor of people on street corners dropping bags of drugs and things like that, what we know is people who are at that um, low rung of the drug economy are very often the very same people we're talking about. If, if they're on a street corner selling drugs, it's uh, often to fuel a habit. Um, there's a uh, plenty of data out there showing a high degree of overlap between people who use drugs and people who sell drugs. But as I said, this, that's not really the focus of this bill. We're focusing on small quantities of drugs and possession of drugs. So even a small quantity under the, uh, the new thresholds, quantity thresholds that would be set by this bill, uh, if, if somebody delivers drugs, if somebody manufactures drugs, even in those small amounts, the current uh, felony penalties would remain uh, in full effect. Ben Riddell, ACLU of Illinois, uh, appreciate you joining me today to delve deeper into this bill, and uh, we'll uh, connect again in the future, I'm sure, with all kinds of other things going on at the State House. So thank you for taking time with us today. Thanks, Greg.